Welcome to the ninth episode of the Koi Wolf Digital Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, John Henshaw. In this episode, I'm sharing an excerpt from my interview with Dries Deporter and David Supernaut. Dries is a Belgian artist that focuses on themes around privacy, AI, surveillance, and multimedia. And he creates interactive installations, apps, and games. David is an interactive developer who also enjoys building interesting apps. They caught my attention online because of their collaboration on an app called Die With Me. The app can only be used if your iPhone or Android phone has less than 5% battery left on it. When you run it, it'll connect you with people all over the world whose smartphones are also about to die, and it lets you briefly chat together. I had to know more about how this app came into existence and wanted to learn more about its creators. In this excerpt from my 44-minute interview with them, they discussed the problems they had with Apple and how they eventually were able to get and keep the app in the App Store. I remember reading, I think it was either on Vice or TechCrunch or something like that, where Mm -hmm. you uh, talked about how it was actually a little difficult, I think, working with Apple. or uh, They they were very, I I don't know, this might be... Mm -hmm. Over the timing was bad for Raya because of the, um, the stories of Apple and their battery. Oh, uh, you that's it, when it happened. You were doing it around that same time because that was about two years ago. It was an accident, actually. It was really not planned. And like the day we were ready to launch, like it came out of the news, Apple with their battery. And yeah, it was. So it's like you're poking timing. them in the side, you know, at the time. Yeah, it was uh, just timing. And so, and so what kind of uh, grief did they give you? They just, uh, re- the thing is, we decided to launch one, uh, one, uh, one version of the application early in the process to be sure that, okay, like Apple kind of accept our app and, you know, we are on the App Store and we knew that the next update will, the process of reviewing will be less, uh, less hard because the first time you release an application, the reviewing time was is super long. It took like one month that they open our app and and decide if they want it on the app store or not. And yeah, we just released a, like a b- alpha version and that alpha version get accepted. And when we wanted to release our final, final version for iOS, they started to reject it because they found our application useless. Oh, so, so, so it worked fine. It didn't necessarily go against their policies in general. They just thought it was a useless app. Exactly. And we were like kind of fighting with them. Like, Hey guys, a lot of person of waiting are waiting for your app. Like it will work. We're like a lot of person wants to talk about our app and nah, nah, we don't believe, we don't believe. Nah, nah, nah. We need, you need to, uh, to do something else. No, that doesn't work. So, but, so um, uh, actually, yeah, it was actually it, it's it in their guideline uh, 4.2. It's like uh, the main reason was always minimum functionality. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, we always got this feedback that uh, actually I have a sentence before me, in front of me. Their feedback was uh, the usefulness of your app is still limited by the minimal amount of content or features it includes. So that was always the feedback uh, that they uh, rejected our, uh, our, uh, our app in the Apple App Store. 
but what they what they really meant to say was makes us look bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's 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 the the secret. You know, item four point eight point three makes Apple yes. look bad. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But actually, at the time, then it was super frustrated. Me and David were really frustrated about, and they rejected us all the time. And we like tried a lot of different things. So at a, at so, at a certain point, we tried in like internet radios, yeah, like mm-hmm. small games inside, like to have like some functionality. But yeah, that already killed a bit the concept. We really wanted to launch this app that you can't use when you have less than 5% uh, battery. Uh, but it was a long way for us. Well, it's interesting because uh, not that I necessarily want to go down, you know, or go off on this tangent, but when you are dealing with a platform that is closed and completely con- controlled, I mean, it's, it's interesting to me because of the stuff, uh, Dries, that you do around privacy and, and and sort of how companies do certain things on the internet you're you're essentially beholden to a you know apple in particular who likes to control everything put everything behind the wall uh, approve oh, yeah. all the things and that type of thing and and so here you are this artist who makes these type of things to bring attention to it and you're being completely denied you know by the platform you're trying to bring attention to. I mean, it's, it's kind of a perfect mix. Of yeah, yeah. yeah. And also and, like, uh, it's totally the opposite for Android. Android doesn't ask any question. You just push your project and it's life. It's the community who will like uh, rate your things and yeah. Yeah. You definitely have more flexibility on with Android and in, in that world. Although that I think, you know, Google's trying to kind of uh, rein things in there too. I will say, just to be fair, um, out of all the giant monopolistic conglomerates, you know, Apple, even, even though I think it's probably more from a marketing perspective to differentiate themselves, they do, they are better at privacy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just to, you know, um, but still at the same time, it's, it's fascinating to me that uh, based on the timing of their issues with batteries and when you were, you know, trying to push this and, and the fact mm-hmm. that you kept on getting denied because, you know, they're saying, Oh, this has no utility. It has no use um, that you had to go through that. What, what um, I think this is something that plenty of other people have had to deal with in some form or fashion. Um, I don't mean making this specific app for Apple, but I mean, when you have this idea and you create it and you're excited about it and it's actually functioning and, and then people start putting roadblocks in front of you for whatever reason, because maybe it's, um, it's, it's, it somehow goes against their own interests. Um, it, it sounds like you didn't give up. Neither of you gave up and you even tried to find other ways around getting into it by adding other functionality. I mean, what, what kind of experience and advice would you give people who are listening right now particularly people who are from an entrepreneurial background who are trying to make something and they keep on having walls put in front of them um, as far as not giving up and, and, and sort of how did you deal with that? Uh, we, oh, I'm not a really great motivation speaker, but uh, actually, um, yeah, we, I think we didn't give up. We really believed yeah. in the idea. We put so much time already in this. 
and well, it was super frustrated, but we tried a lot of things and uh, uh, yeah, we, there's a lot of artists having the same experience and I reached out to them also like, hey, how did you uh, push through? And uh, yeah, so it surrounded me with other people and me and David. Like all that we heard through a lot of stories, we did a little research about how all the process go into, but we just, yeah, we just continue working on this because we believed in it. I don't know if David, I have to yeah, say something. Exactly like you, and it's belief. First, believe in, in your things. Uh, always believe in your things. It's the most, most, most uh, important things in the world. And yeah. I guess just persistence, don't give up. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Man. exactly. Yeah. If, you're like, <clears throat> if you're sure about your things, it, for sure it will work for sure if your motivation is there if all your energy is it's well placed it has you, no no way to, to to not succeed did you ever doubt yourself though i mean a lot of times when people are in this situation they just start to doubt you know whether this was a Maybe good idea we, did, we passed by this kind of uh, uh feeling actually both of us when we got this uh this rejection we were like yeah indeed so but what is what kind of come back and you need to kind of like take a little break two seconds and just okay let's go we can do it we will find a solution and we did is that both is that because you're both optimists <laughs> I mean like 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 what, how did how did you come to that conclusion together by we just like for, try to you know like this told you uh, just find other um, other uh, other functionalities and yeah we were sure like at one point it will work but. Yeah, so it, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you, you know, you would just continue to regroup and, and well, actually what and, happened is we just decided at one point, okay, we will release our application. Even if it's buggy on iOS, this we released, even if Apple doesn't accept us anymore, we will release. And that's what happened. And we went viral automatically. Well, it also sounds like not just that, but you, uh, on, in the most practical terms, you, kept on trying to find another way to get in. I mean, in other words, it's don't accept the rejection. Just be like, okay, so uh, they said it's this. What can I add that will supposedly give it more use or utility to them? Yeah. Even if that's not part of your vision. Okay, uh, and actually also I believed really in Apple, they're not open about how the process go into the review process. So you don't know if it's like the same People watch your app, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And uh, we got accepted, like this first version, we, uh, like really baby version. And then we launched it, like really frustrated, like we launched it, I think a month later or something, because we get in, we, like uh, our updates were not accepted anymore. But then it got pretty viral. And then now, like when we push in updates, they're super fast. So that was... Nice to see. <laughs> and really, it was like one day they just decide like to react, to accept like finally our application without telling us nothing. Our update was uh, now accepted. You you beat them into submission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were tired of dealing with you. Yeah, yeah. Like our, uh, we had a version that was uh, set up on the platform that was ready to to be um, to uh, to get the Apple analyze. And they took this, ver this version and they put it live, like automatically without noticing us. Like they just one day, like just revert their mind and they accept our product. They, what they you, have accepted our product. What do you think happened? Um, do you think that 
uh, pressure from media. Like you said, you try to be on, you know, I don't know, some radio or, or getting people to write about you or whatever it might be. Um, or do you think that um, the number you, just got the right, you got the right person that day, you know, to no, look at the it? number of download that we got, like, yeah. we were, like super viral, like our things okay. was going super nuts and like, they still like, okay, man. It, it has works. use, it has utility. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it works. Okay. I mean, it works. And I think that's why they, they, they decided to revert their, their things because now they found it was not useless anymore. You can listen to the full interview with Dries and David at coilf.io slash die with me. Thanks for listening.